Thomas and Friends Storytime. Thomas's Night Before Christmas, a podcast story for kids. Based on the Railway series by the Reverend W. Audrey. Created by Britt Allcroft and read by me, Rachel Louise Miller. This episode is brought to you by Target. Parents, the latest Thomas and Friends toys are available at Target and Target.com, including new friend Brake Car Bruno, Thomas, and more. Engines sold separately and subject to availability. And now it's story time. Over the hill and round the bend, you'll find a large roundhouse called Tidmouth Sheds, where five little engines sleep soundly at night and wake in the morning as the sun shines its light. They all have work to do and cargo to tow. For this happy crew, it's all engines go. Today's story is all about the countdown to Christmas Day. It's called Thomas's Night Before Christmas. "'Twas Christmas Eve when all engines across Sodor "'excitedly hung stockings upon their shed doors. "'Then Thomas and his friends fired up and took flight "'to make last-minute deliveries before it was night. "'Percy had a new bell to deliver to the clock tower at Knapford. "'It was a big bell, a very, very big bell. "'As Carly lowered it onto Percy's flatbed, it rang out. It was also a very special bell because at midnight it would ring out 12 times and that's when Santa was going to arrive. Delivering the bell was a very important job and Percy was feeling very lucky. I hope I make it on time, he said jokingly whilst ringing his own lucky bell. Percy wasn't the only one delivering bells. Nia had to take a box of sleigh bells to Kirk Ronan for a special carol concert in the castle. Oh, how I love that sound, said Nia, shaking the box. It makes me feel all Christmassy inside, she added excitedly before tooting her whistle and chuffing away. News had just come through from Vickerstown on the far side of the island. The coloured lights for the Christmas tree in the Grand Plaza weren't working and they needed some new ones immediately. There was only one engine fast enough to get them there on time and that was Kana, the electric engine. She was all charged up and ready to go. I'm on it like a comet, she said as she zipped off at super light speed. Meanwhile, Diesel was hanging out an extra large stocking on his shed door. You're very confident, said Thomas. You must be expecting something big and special. Well, that's because I'm awesome. Plus, I've already made my deliveries, said Diesel, chuckling with anticipation. Don't you think you should get a move on too, Thomas? If you're not back in your shed, you might miss Santa, Diesel added, as he returned to his own shed, closing the door behind him. Thomas did indeed have lots of deliveries to make. There were the ice sculptures to take to Norrenby, 
then the giant candy canes to Harwick, then finally the inflatable snowmen to take to Croven's Gate beyond the dark wood. Now Thomas was worried that if he wasn't in his shed, Santa may not leave him a present. Don't worry, Thomas, said Percy. No matter where you are in the world, Santa will always be able to find a place to leave you something special. And with that, Percy proudly chuffed away. Thomas chuffed away too, but he was still a little worried. As Nia made her way to the carol concert, the sleigh bells rattled behind her. It was such a catchy rhythm, it made her want to sing along. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to toot and shout the night away. And in no time at all, Nia arrived at the carol concert, which went ahead as planned. Then Nia chuffed back to her shed, feeling more Christmassy than ever. On the other side of the island, Kana zipped into Vickerstown Grand Plaza. The new lights were immediately placed on the tree, and Kana used her spark to turn them on. The tree looked magical, as if covered with hundreds of twinkling, multicolored icicles. Kana's eyes lit up with joy, and she too zipped back to her shed. Percy had arrived at Knapford on time. He watched as the big bell was lifted up into the clock tower. Now it will be able to chime at midnight, and then Santa will arrive, thought Percy, tooting his whistle. Then, as Percy chuffed back to Tidmouth Sheds, he wondered how Thomas was getting on. Thomas had delivered the ice sculptures to Norrenby and was now speeding to Harwick with the giant candy canes. He couldn't wait to be done so he could nestle down snug in his bed. Meanwhile, back at the sheds, Diesel was already nestling down snug in his bed while visions of fresh, clean axle grease danced in his head. Thomas was now on his way to Croven's Gate to deliver the inflatable snowman. He'd never been there before at night. There was a turn here, a turn there, then an old bridge, then the dark wood. Finally, Thomas arrived. Phew! Job's all done. Now back to the sheds. He raced as fast as his six small wheels would carry him. But he must have missed one of the turns because he couldn't find his way out of the wood. He even tried to retrace his steps, but he only became more lost. He came to a stop. It was dark. The trees creaked in the wind. Thomas worried. Of all the nights to get lost in the woods! Just then... A distant bell rang out. I've heard that sound before, said Thomas. That's Percy's bell, the one he delivered to the clock tower in Knapford. The bell rang again, only this time Thomas thought he could hear a voice. 
Now, Thomas, now, without further delay. Go, Thomas, go. Let the bell lead the way. That's it, Thomas said out loud. If I follow the sound of the bell, I will find my way home. But then he remembered. After twelve rings, Santa will arrive. Oh no, that's already four rings. With which Thomas raced off at great speed. The bell rang a fifth time as Thomas shot out of the dark woods into the bright moonlight. And that was the sixth, counted Thomas as he raced across the old bridge. The seventh. Now Thomas could see the clock tower at Knapford, and just beyond it, Tidmouth sheds. The eighth bell. Thomas wondered if he was going to make it. Suddenly. There came a new sound. Thomas looked up, and to his amazement, he saw a sleigh being pulled by eight reindeer fly across the moon. And in the driver's seat sat a jolly man with a white beard and a fluffy hat. Ho ho ho! Said the man in a jolly voice. Santa! Gasped Thomas. Then the sleigh started to come down from the sky. Not yet! cried Thomas, knowing that the twelfth bell was soon to ring. Too late, the twelfth bell chimed loudly just as the sleigh landed on the roof. Thomas stopped a short distance away. He watched Santa jump out of the sleigh and, carrying a sack over his shoulder, climb down a ladder to the ground. Then, going from one shed door to the next, he placed a single gift in each stocking. Thomas watched intently as Santa came to his door. He paused. Santa reached into his sack, pulled out a gift, and placed it into Thomas's stocking. Thomas was so relieved he almost yelped with joy. Santa climbed back up to the roof, whereupon he stopped, turned. And looked at Thomas. Thomas froze. Then Santa gave him a wink before jumping into his sleigh, gave his reindeer a whistle, and flew up and away. Thomas heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, "Happy Christmas to all engines, and to all engines a good night." The end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Story Time. Parents, if you liked what you heard, like, review, and subscribe to our channel. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Galen Thomas Limited.